It's time to spark it up with the kennel linguists. Yeah. I mean, look what happened in Colorado. They're like, oh, Colorado's going to run out of weed. <laughs> the fact that you got to go to McDonald's and get a value meal supersized on the state, that never happens anywhere. With your hosts, April O'Connor. You need to smoke weed after you go to the whorehouse because yeah, you're kind of being contemplative and wondering... <laughs> Like a store gun store, like a store gun store. <laughs> Check cash in place. Sounds familiar. And Alex Mandelberg. It's like Tyson hit her in the vagina. <laughs> that, I feel like, is where the line is. I feel like the line is, if it can make you better, it's performance enhancing. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but about Apple. Yeah. Let's do it. Lazy lab rats, guns and weed, a no-go. Chantrell Henderson appealing his four-game suspension. And Denver has a couple of big votes upcoming being talked about here on the Canada Linguists. What's going on, April? What up? How you doing? I'm doing all right. You doing all right? Mm -hmm. Look at us almost back on a regular schedule. So proud of us right now. Sorta. I mean, listen, for stoners, I feel like the fact that it took us like a year and a half to finally have a, like a stoner month and a half of like, I'm lazy, been working a lot. <laughs> you, well, I was lazy and had been working a lot. You were yeah. off being a hippie. What, this time? Sometimes we've, we've taken breaks that have. Yeah, we take, but usually it's, you know, you, you go off being doing hippie stuff. I, I There was some working involved. In between hippie activities, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but you were also like you working. went to Vegas at least. To yeah, go. but I was planning a wedding in Vegas. I know. Like I, that was we barely got into that last last time because yeah, no, we, we did got off on a tangent about poop or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I did. I was uh, there <laughs> last week planning the wedding, which I've done more planning now. It looks like you know we're gonna do our ceremony in the reception hall like really quick so we can just get right to drinking and eating and partying. Yeah. Oh, because I also realized like we're going to be in Vegas. So we want to just let, let's do our thing and then go be in fucking Vegas. Yeah. Cause that's the whole point of us wanting to be there so that we can be in Vegas. So yeah, I, I was being there alone. The one thing I didn't talk about last week was I could not believe how much I being there alone. I'm, uh, you know me, I'm a slob. I've wear in t-shirts and jeans everywhere I go at all times unless I'm wearing a suit. What else is new? Yeah. Uh, I was killing it on the decorating end of things. Like I, I knew what the fuck I was talking about. I oh, knew that yeah? the room was gold and she's like, we have three different choices of uh, tablecloths. I'm like, well, if you have cream, cream and gold go together wonderfully. And she's like, that's always my suggestion. I'm like, you're fucking right it is. God damn right. Killing it. I was looking at color swatches, picking shit out like I knew. Like I, oof. Ooh, you handled that well. I handled it. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I was so confident and proud of myself yeah. that night. I went to go eat a big dinner in a white t-shirt. I was so confident. I'm like, I ain't getting nothing on this T-shirt. I'm going to be clean. Be so clean at the end of this meal. Nothing's getting on me. I did the same thing the next day on the drive home. Stopped and got Sonic's cheddar cheese chili tots. Didn't even stop to. Didn't even stop driving to eat them. Kept driving with them next to me, shoveling them in my mouth. Didn't get, finally didn't miss yeah, one. You did, yeah. yeah it, I was it, gonna say that's kind it, of it. Hit the shirt, then the phone. Really striking the lottery. Then the phone. Then it fell off onto the ground, and I like picked it up real fast. And there's like one lone hair sticking off of it. Yeah. And then I, and then I had a weird thing where I was like, "Why is it that hair is like?" It's the one thing that every person on earth, man, woman, child, old, young, no matter what race you are, everyone grows hair. 
Well, Why is it as soon as that touches food, we're like, ugh, gross. So I picked the hair off and I ate it defiantly. I've had experience where it's made me grossed out. And then I've had other times where I've just been like, I'm hungry. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. I was like, these are, these <laughs> are, Sonic, for these are Sonic chili tater tots. Like, I, I don't get these very often in L.A. Like, no, I'm savoring every fucking one of these. No, I've definitely turned around and gotten sick after seeing stuff in my food too but that hair it's hair no but i don't know why it's just that what is it about hair what did hair ever do it's about if it's like a hair or if it's like a curly oh when it's a short curly when it's a short short and curly (laughs) is that what it's about even then though it's like yeah it could it could it could totally have been like a chest chest hair because it might have graced around where a dick or a a pussy once was when it's like a when it could be like a you just it's the difference between it being like maybe a beard hair or a disgruntled employee that's where the nausea meter is i think like if it's Uh, you know because you're like oh yeah, but if it's like a long hair, you're like, well, hopefully they washed their hair recently. You know, most likely they have. You know, I guess I don't know. That's my rationalizing. I mean, listen. Sometimes you can have a hair from one place that looks like it's from an. I, you know, that's what makes the difference of whether it will make. Me I'm gag not. Or not. I'm not racist. I don't judge against any hair, man. And there are people all, that don't grow hair. I guess this is where alopecia. I'm more hippie than you. I'm. I'm all about the fucking free hair, man. Don't let it I, – I guess it's like people treat hair like cockroaches. Like it's like, oh, if you see one, there's 10,000 you don't see. Oh, no. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. There's definitely a difference between how much it looks like a pube or not. It's how gro- – maybe grossed out I would be. I guess that was the thing. It's like when it fell on the ground I picked it up, I'm like 98% chance this is my hair. Hmm. Yeah. What, wait, why I, did, wait, why did you have a fucking pause there? What's you, wrong with my hair? I just mean... I wash my hair. It was thinking more about myself where I can always tell that there's... Whether it's mine or not. It's like definitely my yeah, hair. Yeah, long strand of red. You know, you're, you're, you're yeah. not going to have a hard time figuring exactly. out Exactly. So is. I'm not going to have that same guessing as you. Like, mm, well, 98%. My chances of, of it being mine are 100% or not. <laughs> Yeah, but if you find a short and curly in your car, then you're really curious where the fuck that came from, yeah. right? <laughs> you're like, wait, why is there short and curly hair on the floorboard of my car? Oh, yeah, exactly. Just blew your mind, didn't I? Just blew your mind. You're too stoned for this. This is way too stoned for this. All right, let's get into this first story because you wanted to do this last week and then we didn't. And then you wanted to do it again. And I'm like, all right, it's funny. So uh, lab rats were tested uh, – they were basically, they were given CBD and THC. Yes. And they were given tasks to do. And to sum it up, I'll let you get a little bit more into the detail. But from what I get from this, basically, they were given a choice of an easier task or a harder task. The harder task, if they completed it, they got two sugary treats. Uh, if they completed the easy task, they got one sugary treat. And the sober rats every time would go for the harder task because they're like, we more treats. More reward, yeah. And the stoned rats, according to this study, would always go for the easier task. Now, here's what the tasks were. There was a light that it would be on for one second and the rats could respond by touching their nose to it and they received the sugar pellet. The harder task was they turned it on for 0.2 seconds, but there were two sugar pellets at stake there. Here's the thing. That's work smarter or work harder. Well, right there. Some people say that's work smarter, work harder. I'm going to actually discount 
this man's scientific findings. I believe that what I believe you're you're pr- trying to prove a false positive. That, I could get one sugar pellet every second for doing half the exertion. I don't think you could get two sugar pellets as stoned as you were 25 minutes ago. You wouldn't have the reaction time. That's what the problem is here. This was the test, the skill was not a skill, it was a reaction. They had to react fast enough to get the two sugar pellets. They didn't have as good a reaction speed. Right. No, it was that, that's not what they're saying. It wasn't that they couldn't do it. I know that's not what they're saying, but they're, that's what I'm saying. They're saying it wasn't that they couldn't do it. It was just that they preferred the easier task, which makes perfect sense. It's like, oh, I can get one. How do easy- they know they couldn't do it? The rat was stoned out of its gourd. Because if they gave that the, the only opportunity for them to just do that one, then they would do it. But when you gave them the choice to do the easier one and the harder one, they went for the easier one for less reward. But guess what? I could do twice as many easy ones as I could the hard – you know? That's where my – head. it's like work smarter, not work harder. Well, I get one and I don't have to work that hard. So I I'll get- just keep getting one and then like you can work twice as hard and get two. But one's good for me for now and I'll just do it again and I never break a sweat. That's just – that's like ah. that, I feel like you know smart people okay, I, uh, people that are like smart will use their smarts to be lazy. Yeah, but haven't you also? So it's a work work smarter so that I don't have to work as hard. Yeah, but I mean, I get it. But I guess what they're saying is if if I'm really really stoned though, and I'm sitting home, I'm like, oh, I have something long and tedious to do, or something short and easy. I'm really really fucking stoned right now. I'm gonna do the long tedious thing because yeah. I'm stoned. And I can get through it. That's that's what I always equate this type of thing to, and why I feel like this is like you were testing reaction speed. You ever see that uh, Discovery uh, Channel? They did that uh, that questions series a few years back. It was hosted by Morgan Freeman, but every week they'd have a different celebrity come in and ask a question, and then they would have a bunch of scientists fucking test their question you know they tested you know is there a god and a bunch of different things robin williams uh just before he passed away did one they were talking about the different effects of how, you know how do drugs affect your brain and they got a uh, few different drug i i was a someone who smoked marijuana someone who did cocaine someone who smoked crystal meth and someone who did heroin oh boy yeah, yeah, and they had them go through and do something sober and then intoxicated mm-hmm. under control. But they tested driving. They tested uh, building IKEA furniture. That one was funny. <laughs> that one was really, really funny. What? How do I find this? Oh, uh, I mean, Discovery Channel doc. I, I'll we'll go find it. But uh, yeah, it is. It was so amazing. But so often with everything with the stoner. You were finding that they were they were able to do things just fine. Their reaction speed not top notch, but their the ability to complete any task absolutely there. So I wonder more about that, you know, kind of a result than something like this where I go. Were they looking at it and just going, man, that one looks harder than that one? I don't know that I have the reaction speed for that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ah, I'm uh-huh. right. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Literally, I'm right there with you. I- uh, but no, then they also gave them T um, CBD mm-hmm. instead of THC, 
and it didn't have any effect on their um do you have a task in your life that you can't complete high um when i was uh serving at a restaurant just can't do that high i'm just not not my thing really Oh, yeah, because I just want to eat everybody's food. <laughs> and I always forget. They're like, can I get ketchup? And I'll walk by and I'll be like, fuck, I forgot again. <laughs> like, I just, it's not. I, some people, they think about, I'm not on, I don't think on my, like, I get a little dopey in the head. That's why I had to wait 20 minutes before hitting record so I can gather myself. Yeah, no, I'm There's never, a threshold. I can do somewhat. I guess that's the weird thing. Like, I finally had the realization recently. Like, there's not a damn thing in this world that I can't do high oh i, I can, prefer oh, I to can, do everything oh, i can high. do it it's just a little uncomfortable There's, oh yeah no i'm more comfortable high doing everything in my life yeah everything i have my mother hasn't seen me sober in a decade at least but more than probably now i don't know i feel like sometimes when i need to like or if i'm trimming i try not to smoke that much i know it's weird i'm, no, that's a, really I'm weird. Elbow, elbow deep in weed but when i smoke then it makes me hungry, so then I'll stop and get a snack. And sometimes I just want to like work. So if I just try to hold off, I mean, I smoke a few times, but I don't smoke, 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 because then it just it keeps making me hungry. I, I, I can't I, work from eating. Uh, <laughs> do you think? Do you think it's about anything like what they're finding here, where it's like, is, is it a laziness thing? Does laziness say? Because both the things you mentioned are work. Were work. Yeah. I show up to work as high as I can get before I get in the door. But you have a very privileged job. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to be creative at work. I know, but it's very easy to like come off the top of your head with some that for sure. (gasps) You know, and I don't actually, I don't. Do you have any idea how hard it is to sound like a cop when you're stoned as fuck? (laughs) That's usually the, like I get, I get get paid to be a cop a lot. Amazing. So high, so high while being a cop. So it says that the, the the CBD didn't affect their decision making or attention span. So, and then, but it also said that it didn't notice that they didn't notice it having an effect against the negative effects of THC. Which I don't know if how much they're giving them in, but for sure you can cancel out what the they THC call the effects. negative effects of THC. I call the sweet release of ADD. Sweet relief. <laughs> sweet relief. Um. But it's definitely if you want to cancel out the THC, it's got to be at least four to one or eight to one ratio CBD milligrams. You have to like. So load what they're it saying up. is, if it has a bunch of THC but a boatload more CBD, it will cancel it out. But there's, they're, I'm guessing they probably just gave the same amount and said that it didn't cancel it out. Mm. But that maybe we all know if you do one to one, you still get pretty, pretty lifted, pretty, pretty baked, pretty baked, pretty baked. Extra crispy, homie. Ah. Yeah, and that's the thing is that I definitely I believe in, in the power and the medicinal properties and every all, all the good things about the cannabis. Power. The power, the magic. The uh, power. But for me, it just it does make me want to just chill. Like, I guess even then the sativas, they I mean, they exacerbate my I mean, the reason why I smoke is to chill. So it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. So when I don't want to do things that require cognitive abilities, yeah, well, no, that's that was my goal. That's definitely where I'm a little bit different than most. I was so wound up when, well, that's I, what when I, mean. I was a I'm, kid and I'm so high energy and so high – like weed was like 
Like, yeah, I'm stoned before everything I do in my life because I don't want to be a fucking spaz. Yeah. Oh, I was such a ba- – I, I had – I remember the first time that someone actually really asked me about it at work. Sometimes someone I need to harness known, my spaz. Because I've, I've been doing my job since I was seven years old. And this guy who's known me since I was seven walks up and goes, Alex, I just I got to ask you, man. You you used to be a you – used, we used to have to squeegee you off the fucking ceiling at the end of a session. You were crazy. You're, you're one of the most – Pleasant people to work with. Oh, now. it makes what you happened? sit down and chill out and wait. And I looked at him, yeah. and, I, and I was trying to think of like some prolific, you know, wonderful thing that I realized about how to calm myself in life. And I just looked at him. I went, "Oh, I'm high every time when I walk in the door." Can you see how it's counterproductive to waiting tables though? When you got to be like turning tables, like all right. Oh no, I, I wouldn't be able to do that not high because I would just bring the wrong tables, the wrong food because I would just be so spazzing out. I'm like, oh, I got to get it out. Got to get it out. I wouldn't check tickets. I wouldn't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I work fast high. I work very fast. I just think about it. That is literally the only blockade that weed has ever put in my way mm-hmm. is now instead of just doing something like I used to do, I think about it, then I do it. Which was what, getting back to the Discovery Channel thing, they said was always the problem. Like the weed guy, when he went to build his IKEA furniture, built it perfectly. But took it took 15 five minutes over long. the time yeah. he was allotted. He was like, I'm going to fit. And they even said they're like, he meticulously laid out the pieces where they'd all go, read the instructions twice, and then put it together perfectly. The the one who smoked crack, that one was my favorite when he built the Ikea thing. He literally threw it together angrily. Oh, my God. There were like seven or eight missing parts that he was – So they invited, they even they told, invited them in to smoke crack? I'm sure they had to bring their own, right? Yes, they had to bring their own. They, you know, they even said they were like they had to leave the premises to do, do, their, it, to yeah. do their stuff. The, when they did the driving test with the heroin guy, I was so scared. I was like, oh, don't let him drive. Oh, yeah. Don't let him drive. Don't. don't. Well, they were on a closed course and well, there's a safety instructor the other day, right there. My friend posted online that he was outside of his uh, his building in the valley. There was someone that was basically knotted out on heroin. All his like tools were there, the spoon and the fucking, you know. The tools, the needles, and uh, the stuff. The stuff, and so they called paramedics and the cops. And then when they they had to knock on the window before to see if he would wake up before they would break the window, and he woke up, saw that them shuffled all his stuff away, and then they let him drive away. Well, well, yeah. The cops they didn't do anything to him. They wanted to make they all they wanted to do was make sure he was safe, and they let him drive away. How fucking frightening is that? <sighs> but it's different. So if they're, I feel like the, these tests are skewed because an addict of anything can handle their drugs and complete tasks more than someone. Doorbell. Yeah. No, oh, it's fine. Don't worry. Mitch's got it. <laughs> uh, they, they'll complete the. They'll complete the tasks better because oh. it makes them more. You know, if they're addicted when they're on drugs, they feel better. Like there's that fine line between. Where you get really, really high from doing the drugs or you're just kind of keeping up with your addiction. Yeah. There's, so uh, I know like people that Oh, do- no. I, I, have a, I have a good buddy who is – I'm not going to say his name because I'm saying something you know he told me in confidence. But uh, no, he, he's, I have a friend who is a functioning alcoholic, as functioning as they come. And it makes them it. up. When he, they do what they're, when they're – He goes through a fifth of whiskey a day and then drives everywhere and – Is totally fine. Is totally – I mean – 
legally is he above the limit? Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah. But I can't even tell when he, like, I've never seen him drunk. I'd be more worried about a teenager that hasn't had a lot of experience with drinking getting behind the wheel. Or anybody that's doing these drugs, like like I know more than one heroin addict that would when they took the their drug of choice, it actually made them have energy. Even though if I slammed heroin, I'd be on the fucking floor. Yeah, you, know? you would. Yeah, Blech. yeah, you would. Blech. So no, but that that's what I mean because I if you do it, it's like you, whatever your drug of choice <clears throat> will give you energy. Heroin's an incredibly amazing like. It's such a weird drug because it, it, I like I told you about my story in the hospital when they gave me the synthetic heroin. I, I, my first thought was like, "Oh, I get, I get it. I get why people like I it. I get why people like this. Holy shit! I know someone who went I was in the law worst school. pain of my life, and now I'm ha- I'm laughing. They went through law school bumping heroin to stay awake while oh, they studied. That's fucking crazy. I'm like, not coke, the heroin. <laughs> it would. He's like, oh, if you just do a little bit, it would wake you up. Oh, jeez. Oh, so that's what I mean. Someone that's an, an addict, I would trust them more behind the wheel than if it was you put someone that had never slammed heroin before all right well we should move on uh the next subject so there there was a this is a federal ruling correct where are we doing oh the gun thing yeah the gun thing oh it was an appeal yes an appeals court that's right ruled last week that a federal law prohibiting medical marijuana card holders from purchasing guns does not violate their second amendment rights because marijuana has been linked to irrational or unpredictable behavior so basically saying um, that if you have a medical marijuana card, you could get blocked from purchasing a gun in the future. Potentially. Potentially. And this happened with a, a Nevada woman, so they have a different type of registration probably that they can cross, yes. cross-reference. Yes. Uh, here in L.A., it's a lot different. Your, your personal medical records are private. Yes. Um, well, and also there's a there's another big difference in the fact that uh, I, I'm trying to – the Our gun laws are really tight here too. Our, well, our gun laws are all done kind of through federal gun laws. So California kind of relinquishes itself to the federal authority as far as gun control goes, whereas Nevada, they govern themselves. Mm. So – But this is uh, – yeah. This is – I mean, basically, it's saying you forfeit your rights to your second your Second Amendment right by being on any type of drug if you're addicted to any type of this, drug. This is a tough. This is a tough story for me because I have arguments. Like I have feelings about both sides of mm-hmm. this. Like I do not believe that marijuana. I, I, marijuana needs to be rescheduled so that we could stop having bullshit like this. Mm-hmm. This is. Absolutely, uh, coming down. This is a part of the government coming down on a group that has statistically operated as safe as they could physically operate. The abusers and the damagers within the pot smoking community are a small enough percentage we could call them a margin of error. So that's one side of it. The other side of it. I'm reaching a part where I say I'm reaching a point in my personal views where I say less guns isn't necessarily a bad thing in this world right now. But this is a weird way to segregate one group. Oh, for sure. So my my maybe feelings about the Second Amendment needing to be amended mm-hmm. aside. 
singling out a group like this fucking sucks. What are you reading in there? I, well, because even even illegal drugs, I mean, and legal drugs can be tied into this. Like if you're if you're on a slew of psych meds, they probably won't sell you a gun either. Yeah, but wait, in some states you can. Well, uh, see, so how are they gonna if or if if? Well, here's the thing. This is why people talk about how you know. I I do believe gun control should be at a state and city level because. It should be next to impossible for me in Los Angeles to be able to get my hands on a gun. There's a shit ton of people around. There's nothing for me to hunt. So a gun could only ever be used to shoot another person. And in a large city with a lot of cops that are very overbearing, for a reason, they know that a lot of people have guns. If there were no guns in Los Angeles for them to be threatened by, maybe they wouldn't be so fucking menacing. So Trigger happy. Trigger happy, another war. I, you know, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Trigger. Ha- they wouldn't be so trigger happy if they didn't worry that every person they were stopping had a gun. That's the way every cop is told to act. Act like everyone you're approaching in has New York a gun. Too. So the gun control here in Los Angeles does not need to be the same as the gun control in Shreveport, Arkansas, where my girlfriend's family is from. Where if they wanted to shoot, in, if they wanted to shoot fifty people, they'd have to drive a hundred miles. If I wanted to shoot 50 people in L.A., I could probably do it without moving my feet. Oh, wow, yeah. Just turn in a circle. Yeah, turn in a circle. That I could, I could, it, it is accomplishable here. There, couldn't do it. I'd have to drive 100 miles yeah. to the, find 50 people. Remember the guy people. walking down Vine just like shooting oncoming traffic? Yeah. No, that, that is... Unloading? There's a big difference between that. But this isn't a gun control conversation necessarily. This is, you know, about whether it's okay to single out this group. Well, because this lady, she said that she doesn't even use marijuana, but she has it because she wants to um, basically make a political statement in support of liberalizing marijuana law, which means she probably grows it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but no, which but means she grows it, doesn't smoke it. <laughs> yeah, she a hustler. Uh, so got to make that bread <laughs> cream is the money dollar dollar bills. So basically they're saying what, if you have a medical marijuana card, then you're basically, you must use marijuana. Even if it, you only use it at home, it's just, it's, it's not fair to assume that everyone's going to be on it at all times. But if, if it's a psych med or some sort of like an highly addictive drug where people are like doing it all the time, like heroin and meth, well, I get it. It's, this is where it gets weird, though, is that you go, okay, does this mean that we believe that if you want to buy a gun, you should have to piss in a cup? I'm with that. But there's other drugs out there that people do that aren't even scheduled to be tested for, like weird spice stuff and LSD and things that just – I. I'd like to think if someone is smoking bath salts that you're going to be like, nah, I know you shouldn't have a gun. I'd like to think that. I'd like to think the bath salts like has enough of a lasting effect that I could look at the person and be like, no gun for you, sir. Yeah. I'm okay with saying that some – like that. understand the crux of my argument here is 
I'm okay with saying some people don't need to have guns. But what about the people that already have guns and then they start smoking? Crack? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the, <laughs> the truth. I I own two guns, and I am reaching a point now where I feel like that is an irresponsible thing to do here in L.A. I'm going to probably turn one of them over to the cops, and the other one, which was given to us by Sid's grandpa before he passed when he passed away, uh, we're going to decommission it so it won't fire anymore. Uh, but we'll keep it. Why? As a, because having a gun in Los Angeles is irresponsible. Let's put it in your safe. It's you know what? It's it it speaks to what I said earlier about the cops. It's going, you know what? By saying that I will no longer have a gun and being public about it. I'm saying it here. I I'm publicly saying I will no longer have a gun. I implore my friends who do have guns to do the same if you live in a city like I live in, in a large city where gun violence is a terrible, terrible plight. And if we all get rid of our guns, then maybe these trigger-happy cops won't feel so threatened when they're doing their job and terribly fuck up the lives of minorities and people in low-income areas. I don't think that's going to stop them. You know what? What we're doing now isn't working, so this is a solution that I think would work. I, it, I'm not saying it will. I'm saying it's I'm, it's the solution I think has the best chance. I'm, I don't own a gun. I'm not like super crazy pro-gun, but I definitely think that you, you should be able to There's protect nothing, your home. It, why, how, what do I need to protect my home for if no one has a gun? I have a baseball bat. Um, I don't know. In the event of some sort of natural disaster or, you know, major event that puts people in a state of panic, where you have to protect yourself. That's what once again, if no one has a gun, I'll take my baseball bat. Okay. I mean, this is uh, I, every t- I always hear that. You know, what about the the unknown, the apocalyptic, uh, the apocalyptic event happening, and all that stuff? I go, you know what? Guns draw more zombies anyway. <laughs> Guns draw more zombies, and also I. This is this is where I'm going to start sounding like a hippie. Huh. I'm going to believe. I think you smell like patchouli. Th- in this the, episode, in the good nature of human beings wanting to help human beings who are hurting, I think if the big earthquake comes in and L.A. is half under rubble, I think we'll find a lot more people trying to help pull their fellow Los Angelinos out of the rubble than you'll find people going to stores and knocking off. Some TVs and widescreens. It's not I that. I think you it's, will see more of the first than the second. They had a blackout in New York and people were charging Thank like God. five Cops times came by, for, picked them up, took them out of the town. Ah, sorry. Oh, you're uh, terrible. Easy joke. Uh, that, that one's TK's joke. I just had to do it. Um, but they had the big blackout in New York. People were – over. they started upping the price of water and – yeah, that's the thing when the supplies are in demand, then people. Yes, will supply act and demand shady. is a bitch. But we're, when you talk about apocalypse, you're talking about economy falling and everything falling, and then I I'm gotta not. protect a, myself with my guns. And you know what? It's if not. That, it's about if there's some sort of disaster where there's a, a certain amount of time between, you know, when and the, what's the that, reaction time. And what's that gun gonna do me? And by the way, if nobody else has a gun, then I don't need to worry about it. Yeah, true. All right, you fucking hippie. If nobody has a gun in Los Angeles, I don't need to worry about people breaking into my house with a gun. And to, you know, to quote a comic much better than me, Jim Jeffries, it, when people talk about, oh, but then the criminals will still have their guns. No, 
No, that's the way it works. You get when you get rid of all of the guns and the criminals can't get guns, the black market becomes the gun costs thirty five thousand dollars. That's what a black market gun costs in Australia. In Australia. And if you have thirty five thousand dollars, you, you don't think- need a fucking gun. You've you're a good saver. Keep on going. You're a good little saver. <laughs> That's what he said. You I, can like, afford a security guard. Like, yeah, you you have thirty. Cheaper. If you have thirty five thousand dollars, you don't need a gun to rob people. You with. could you could pay a salary of, of a yeah. security guard. So per year, there you it'd go. Be a shitty salary, but <laughs> it'd be better than some. No benefits. No benefits. <laughs> Actually, if you want to know the math, because a lot of people don't know the math on this. Uh, when they talk, getting off topic before we get back onto topic. When people talk about that whole fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, and people think that that's ridiculous. And you know what the you know what that adds up to if you do a full time job, fifty two weeks a year, no time off, five days a week. Uh huh. It's like what? what? Like thirty two thousand. Yeah. Or like right between thirty two and thirty five thousand, somewhere in there. Yeah. It that that's what full time fifteen dollars an hour is. That is a barely living wage in most cities. Oh, definitely. If you're in a rural area, that's a good wage. Not great, yeah. but it's good. Because you have like all the other expenses too besides just – and the rent's going up so high here. Oh, I mean – It's it's atrocious. It's ridiculous here. It's it's a it's a come up for all these fucking slumlords in the city. There's so many that they're just the slumlords killing it. No, but particularly they're just like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Someone will rent this if I put it just a smidge below everything else. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. I don't even have to do any updates. Just All right. So we're going to move on. We, f- we, we come down in a weird place on this. What's your last thing to say about the gun? Where do you fall on this? Um, I think that if you really are going to go into picking people and reasons why they can't, you should look a little bit deeper into their medical records and such and then make that decision. If they have a violent history or you know they're taking certain medications, that would make – but if they're just having arthritis and they want to smoke some weed, then sure. But if they have PTSD and they were in the military, they let them keep guns usually. <laughs> Because they were in the military, they don't do. It. I mean, yeah, I, the, I, my ranking of it is: the, so, if, if there are two things in this so country, I wish it would be a lot harder to get guns and driver's license. Oh yeah, I wish those two things were a lot harder to get in this country. I, I agree because I think we hand out both. So, all right, we're moving on. Sean Trell Henderson should be more scrutiny. We're in agreement on that. Yeah, all I right. know. Well, we're kind of yeah, we are. Sean Trell Henderson, uh, offensive lineman for the Buffalo Bills, was suspended four games for testing positive for marijuana. He is appealing the suspension on the grounds of the fact that he has a chronic disease uh, known as Crohn's disease. And he claims that it is the only thing that really helps him. He's had surgery to uh, remove feet of intestines that he, of intestine that he has. Yeah, he had two uh, operations. Since two January. operations. He also got caught while he was at college in Florida, I believe at FSU, I want to say. And uh that was also for smoking. He's been caught a few times for in his weed. football career, but every time it is for marijuana. He's now trying to make the argument to uh the NFL suspension, basically Roger Goodell. He's trying to make the argument to Roger Goodell that this is the only thing that helps him. 
Now, I want you to keep in mind about Chantrell when, before you want to jump to the fact that, oh, he's a football player who wants to smoke weed. Chantrell is six foot eight, 355 pounds. It's a big, 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 big man. Crohn's disease, that is diagnosed by a doctor. His doctor has said he has it. That's a real thing. He's you had two do- operations. He's had two January. operations on his like, – this is – this man has a real legitimate gripe here with the NFL. I, it, it's um, – I'm someone who has suffered from intestinal and stomach issues myself. And I can attest to the fact that, yeah, I they gave me that omeprazole with the the, the what's it the, the I I call it omeprazole. It's called something else over the counter. Prilosec. Mm. That's it. Uh, if I took that before work, I I'd get gassy at work. I'm on a soundstage. It's a bad place to have the fucking toots. Right? I'm on a soundstage. That's a bad thing to be even, going off. Even your stomach probably picks up on the Yeah, mic. it's not. It's Wah. not. Yeah, it would growl and it would I'm like I had and I was worried. I'm like, how am I going to do my fucking job? I'm either going to go in with heartburn or I'm going to go in gassy. And then I went, I'm just going to smoke weed. Lift up one cheek. Yeah. And I smoked weed before I went in and I was able to do my job. Without stomach issue, mm-hmm. feeling fine. I, for this man who has to go through a lot of issues, and <laughs> you're not going to leave me alone about this, are you? I confess one truth. One truth. <laughs> you called him the tooth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, I can't, I, I've... I've heard about the two things that happen to a lot, or I guess three, that happen to a lot of these big men, these super big athletes, foot problems, back problems, and surprisingly intestinal problems. Because, from, the, from the opiates, the opioid painkillers too, well, stomach problems. Yes, the opiates as well, but I've heard of a lot of big dudes having Crohn's disease. I don't know if they've said if there's any kind of link between the two, if you're more susceptible to it, if you're a bigger dude. But it would make more sense that when you're that big and you have that, your intestines are that much larger and humongous, there can be a lot of twists and kinks where shit doesn't fit. And that causes pain when things go around those corners. And that causes inflammation and that causes pain. And marijuana is. If there's one thing Uh I feel like it helps with the best, it's anything digestive pain related. You know what else helps? What? Eating gluten free. You fucking hippie. (laughs) You just had to tip the teeter totter back to you being the hippie. (laughs) I had to throw it in. We just watched that episode, too. Yeah, we just watched the South Park uh, gluten free. As a, a, you know, I I, I think gluten. Gluten-free diets do help out a little bit. If you have stomach issues, you should give it four to oh six weeks. Oh, my God. If I have to hear about fucking gluten-free <laughs> one more goddamn time, I swear to God. No, seriously. I've, I, we, we have this friend. This oh, Nick, my God. This Nick, Mr. Nick, his nickname was Diesel because he'd get the diesels. And the bathroom wall was... We, my, my my friend had a had a, a wedding and the bathroom. We all stayed at, at a house in the Cape. And I'm really scared to ask what the diesel says. Yeah, it's a very you know explosive bathroom oh, situation. <laughs> so so the closet oh, the closet door was off, 
in this room that we were staying in and on the other side of the closet door was the bathroom and just for some reason the acoustics with the closet door being just like turned it into a fucking speaker and it was oh, Jesus. <laughs> like i mean the poor like and he would moan <laughs> i felt so bad and he's just like yeah man i have so like really bad stomach problems i'm like you should maybe try to change your diet like i mean that's the thing is that people get so not just the gluten thing diet in general please people we should all know this is my fucking public service announcement for the day is uh your diet is what makes your dna and what makes your fucking chemistry in your body so if you're puking and having the diesels you should maybe <laughs> reanalyze <laughs> yeah and I, just, I was like is that where the nickname came from he'd be like yeah he gets because he'd be in there having the diesel like the diesel shit I, it just reminds me of a childhood there's a guy i, I knew mean who, i wish the, I, he the, the worst <laughs> sounds in the world would come out of the bathroom when he was in there <laughs> not from him but from his hole like just no, the worst sounds his hole and he was i'd moaning. ever heard and he would come out and i'd be like are you okay yes. and, he, and he would look at me and be like oh yeah that's just how it is every time i'm fine he would. He was so no. nonchalant. This guy was like, not, oh, yeah, no, no, This guy was clearly like uh, suffering. Like, he <laughs> oh, was Jesus. not hiding the fact that he was suffering. And I was like, that is not okay. You have to look into it. You got. You got to just like okay. Oh, if it means you don't get to fucking eat donuts, mm, fucking Mr. Can Garrison. Can we get back to Chantrell Henderson? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. I, I don't. Talking about the diesels. <laughs> Because we were talking about Crohn's disease. Do you know yes. what Crohn's disease is? It causes the diesels. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware it can cause the diesels. <laughs> there is a correlation to my... Oh, jeez. Bloating, blood and stool, bowel obstruction, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, or flatulence. Or as, as Alex likes to call it, the toots. <laughs> the toots and the metals. Uh, it can be mild or severe pain. It's uh, in the abdomen, joints, lower abdomen, or rectum. Uh, it can cause whole rectum? body fatigue, Damn fever, or them. loss of appetite, uh, cramping or tenderness in the abdomen. Also, uh, common but not necessarily common, acute episodes of uh, anal fissures, arthritis, depression, mouth ulcers, skin rashes, slow growth, or weight loss. I'll take the latter, the weight loss. But it doesn't. You don't just usually get that. Yeah, you, no. get, you get a lot of like. Trust me, I, I had weight loss when I had my stomach issue, and if you if you knew what it came with, everything else, yeah, no, it was it was not worth the thirty five pounds I lost in ninety in or in forty five days. Yeah, it was it was bad. So it's saying that your body's immune system begins attacking healthy cells in your GI tract, causing inflammation, and so it's considered an autoimmune disorder, but it. Seriously, any like most autoimmune disorders are all they're you got to think about what you're fucking putting in your body. I mean, they, listen, this guy, but that's the whole thing. The whole argument this, this guy's trying to make is that he's trying to think about what he's putting in his body and trying to be more responsible to what he's putting in his body. And uh, marijuana is better than slamming himself with a bunch of fucking pills, yeah, because those things shred your stomach, yeah. No, they're not. I, I. They're not good for you. And then the, what they prescribe him for the Crohn's is uh, uh, corticosteroids. So that's not really good for him either. Well, no, he, I, he it's one of those <laughs> it's one of those weird things. He actually would get a waiver to take corticosteroids, which he's supposed to not take for the with the competition committee. So he'd actually be getting a competitive edge through his treatment. Yeah, but his choice is to smoke weed. So let him, right? 
Well, yes, I would say let him. I don't know that Roger Goodell is going to agree. I'd Being be, on steroids that consistently is not good for your body. I'd be interested to see if maybe Goodell gives him some kind of reduction. I think maybe this might go down to two games, maybe one game, and he'll say in the future, I'll give you a waiver. Uh, I'm curious. I'm get, I'm very curious because it's getting to the point that I think the federal government might, might – I feel like they're waiting on the NFL to do something. Because once the NFL decides, then you have big business behind it, using it as treatment rather. And, it's, and if there is a possibility that it could uh, lessen the effects of brain trauma while they have it in their system, if they're – getting cbd in their system before they even get on the field that could help i mean it could help with the longevity of the player even because they're not they're not going to have this limited shelf life now, like CTE, now. St- cte is still going to be what, is, it, what, is, what do you call that brain prevent. mush it, it, brain rot brain rot yeah. yeah it's brain rot oh that's sad it's the brain rotting away from the inside out chronic traumatic encephalopathy yeah had to work a while to learn how to encephalopathy. Yeah. Encephalopathy. Yeah, fuck it. I can't. I, yeah, I think whatever. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy that he is willing to make it a health argument. And I'm interested to see what the ruling will be. I think that the suspension will stand, but I think it uh, is a big stance by him to do this. So I commend you, Chantrell Henderson. Uh, and uh, we wish the best for you. We hope that your suspension, if it's not thrown out completely at the very least, is uh, reduced, and maybe you get some kind of waiver. Who knows? Because you uh, sound, uh, like I said, big dudes like that, the pain is as big as they are. So, yeah. So our last thing, a couple big votes coming up in Denver. We're going to talk a little bit about both of them. One of them is to allow people to smoke marijuana in public, uh, not in public, in restaurants it's and for bars. It's so, for social marijuana use. Social marijuana use. And the other one is about industri- uh, allowing so they, no, they industrial just, they, hemp. It's not a vote. They they assert, certified their first hemp, oh, they certified hemp seed. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So they that one's done. They're, 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 they have that. But they're going to be voting on the other one. In November. Denver got a lot going on, I guess, is what we're talking about. Well, that's all of Colorado having uh, – the, uh, their first, the first in the countries. How many times certified. you got to correct me? How many times you got to say I'm wrong in this segment? I get it. I fucked up. Oh no, I will oh, you get hurt. it together. Jeez, I can't. I'm a wreck. I thought we weren't going to do that. I thought we were just going to talk about. I'm a mess. See, <laughs> you need maybe you need to smoke weed. Where's maybe we should I go do. get the bong? Yeah, maybe. But so the first one I guess we should talk about is the public consumption one, which you know you know I want this. I've been talking for so long about wanting to go to a restaurant and pick out a nice weed to pair with my wine, to pair with my steak tartare. Absolutely. And then because they – Actually, I take that back. Not tartare. That's raw. That's gross. They let people drink drink in bars and they have a limit. So they must be having some way of being able to tell if you're – High as fuck. If you're too high or not. Or they'll figure it out. Who knows? But at least they'll be – I don't think there's – a lot of states out there that have legal on-site consumptions. They, I mean, Almost you know, none. I, 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 that's that's kind of always been one of the linchpin hard things to get California, through. California, you can. They have on-site consumption. 
I remember the the first they had a what's it called? Uh, they would call it the spring gathering. It's go, it went with the smokeout, Cypress Hill smokeout. That's and one of the, they I, had where you could the first place where they you could bring your wreck and actually bring your own weed in and smoke on site. If I remember correctly, uh, the whole thing behind that it's it was grand it's kind of grandfathered in under the same law. Uh, that allows people to smoke in cigar shops. Yeah, but not if necessarily. If a certain percentage of your sales are that thing, you have to allow the consumption of that thing there. But they don't let you smoke on site at dispensaries. I don't understand that. Yeah. There's a lot of cool hash bars around that don't that makes exist no, that anymore. Makes, that makes no sense to me, mainly just because I I know there are a lot of older usually first time smokers who go to these dispensaries and they can't be really shown how to use a use a pipe we've all seen that video that was online a long time ago about this dad trying to use pot for the first time to help his arthritis and he didn't know how to he didn't know how to smoke it he kept trying to light the side of the glass to heat it up and he was burning his fingers and finally he put it to the plant itself it was like oh that's how you do it i didn't know how it was done that's <laughs> these pe- some people need help you got to be able to be like all right let's take it let's take you in the back we'll give you a quick rip absolutely and then uh then you can go on your way some people they don't they don't know how to you know set up a vape they don't know how to roll a joint there's yeah. definitely there's i mean i've i've had patients come in that they'd get something we'd roll the joints for them yeah because they just didn't couldn't be bothered or they weren't able to physically or they just didn't know how well fucking a um so and then we got um it's called the neighborhood supported cannabis consumption pilot program and that's that's what they're campaigning and it's pretty exciting well uh, listen i i just oh god to have a steak with some weed how awesome would that be I've done it here. I mean, I do it at my house all the time. I, I know it's awesome. But have you ever done that? What? Have you ever been over here on a steak and weed night? I mean, yeah. I mean, that my favorite thing is always when, because uh, we, I need to pick up more of it, the weed olive oil. I'm just making some weed garlic bread to go mm. along with the steak. I feel I know, like it goes really I know, well it's with gluten. That'll stuff. make your dick shoot off, but you know. That was such a good episode. Yeah, oh yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I'm just really excited because the new season of South Park starts next week, and those matter. I'm big fan. I'm big fan. Big fan. Twenty years. It's been on for two thirds of my life. That's impressive to me. You are reading. I'm reading. With such intent. I was trying to find something. Just, it says they're going to let you do it. You know, almost. Uh, Local, as long as the local business owner allows it, you'd be allowed to do it. Now, the question is, is there going to be the secondhand smoke bitch about this? Well, I think, yeah, like if like California doesn't allow smoking indoors, so that's a whole thing. <laughs> and if you give them a patio, but it's Denver, it's going to be cold in the wintertime. There are certain parts of LA now where vaping is more illegal than uh, <laughs> smoking, amazingly so. Because, you know, how dare we try and get off the fucking tobacco company tit. 
I really like. I, I I'm so out, I'm, I'm outraged about that that whole vote that went through. And like, oh, vaping, sick and time. Like, God, just because a few vapors were assholes and blew big clouds in the movie theaters, you're gonna fucking be a pain in the ass to me. They had to fuck it up for the rest of us. They did. I. You know what? Listen, I'll be the first one to admit. Oh, there's a lot of douchebag douche vapors. Clouds. Those douche clouds are fucking douchey. Oh, can I just tell a story about I was at this club maybe like a week ago <laughs> and. This, they, you can smoke in there. They, they're pretty chill about it. I mean, probably not not cigarettes, but you know, you, you can smoke a little bit of weed in there. And uh, I won't say where. I'm not blowing douche clouds, am I? Uh, oh fuck! Partly cloudy. Uh, <laughs> chance of douchiness. Um, so there's a girl, and she's like, um, "Do you think you can smoke your weed over there? I'm pregnant." And realized that the the guy that she's with. Kept fucking blowing his douche fucking clouds in our face to to like push our you know and then just so how like huge douche clouds into our faces and to be a dick because we were smoking weed and and it just didn't make sense to me at all. And she's like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, well then you should be at home in bed, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not out at a fucking club at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, hello. Well. Uh, so getting back to – so it, uh, if voters approve the measure, it would you establish – should be in a, the kitchen. I'm, would, no, I'm just kidding. It would but establish seriously. a four-year pilot program that will allow the city to determine what works regarding social use and what does not. The goal is to investigate a concept that could lead to a more definitive structure for future social use ordinance. So they're voting on a pilot program to maybe have a law later is basically what this comes down to. Go Denver. I'm pretty, it seems pretty sure it's going to go through. So way to go, uh, Denver. Uh, another step forward. The other big story coming out of Colorado is uh, the first industrial hemp seed. Is that uh, – am I, am I saying it right now? Well. Now am I saying it right, mother? I thought we cut this. That's why I'm not prepared. Sorry. Colorado hits another cannabis first with certified hemp seed. So it basically means industrial hemp. Duh. Yeah. That's uh, listen, you know I like industrial hemp. I've been talking about industrial hemp. I like it. I want it. We I mean stop deforestation, start dehempination. Yeah, hemp renews every year. Yeah. It takes uh four times the size of a hemp field. Of, of trees to make the yeah. same amount, mm-hmm. and but then it takes years to even produce that from if that you same ha- four if, times. I've, you know. I've, I've many times said the uh, the property that I own in Arkansas, I have never had it logged for the simple reason that the logger even told me, he's like, oh, you only get to do that once in your lifetime. It'll take your lifetime for those trees to get back even close to where they were. Let's grow hemp. I'm like, okay, well then don't knock the trees down. He went, okay, we won't. Yeah, cash, a decent, cash that in when you need it. Well, no, he said he's like it'd be a good chunk of money, but you only ever get it once. Yeah, and then it's gone. That's silly. Gone for the rest of your life. So, yay, industrial hemp. I yeah. guess that's pretty much all we all the time that we have to say about that. So, well, no, I mean it's very it's important though to to give it the credit. Yeah, no, we're giving it a shout. Also, out. CBD is present in a lot. It's just basically what is categorized as hemp is anything that has less than one percent THC. Yeah. So, so. Way to, way to go, Colorado, stepping out in front of things, letting people smoke in restaurants and getting industrial hemp going, saying, fuck you, federal government. If you're not going to reschedule, we're just going to keep pushing ahead. We're going to have to talk about the uh, Washington Medical uh, Lab that's being set up too. 
in uh-huh. the next upcoming weeks. Yeah, Washington. Uh, D.C.? No, state decided uh, if you guys aren't going to reschedule marijuana so that you can do federal, so that you can do federal medical testing, we're just going to set up start a medical testing. And start doing it. And start doing it. So we're going to talk about that probably next week. Awesome. And uh, yeah, you got anything to plug real quick before we go? Mm, I don't know. No. No? All right, now. All right, well, uh, October 8th. Right off the top of my head. October 8th, that week, I'm going to be... Uh, the Crystal Bay Casino in Tahoe, and then that weekend at uh, the Pioneer Underground in uh, Reno. Uh, like Ta- yeah, Crystal Bay's in Tahoe, and then the other one's in Reno. Uh, with the Dismantled crew doing our Dismantled thing, ah. which is always a good time. Uh, interesting now. Now I'm engaged, yeah. so I'm not necessarily the paired man anymore. Oh, Ooh. shit. Things are things the, are different. The dynamic is changing. The dynamic is ever changing, ever yeah. shifting. Oh, if so. we're going that far far ahead, then the the next high times event out here is the the eighth and the ninth of October. It's a Halloween cup and San Bernardino again. So we're gonna do some comedy oh, there. There we go. Perfect. And, uh, and in a few weeks, I'm gonna be in Boston for the Boston. Oh fuck, I do have plugs. I'm gonna be at the Boston uh, the Boston Freedom Rally. I went to my first one 20 years ago, and. Um, just going to be Snapchatting and stuff. And uh, well, there we go. And then I'm going to do the 22nd at the House of Blues in Boston. Very okay. cool. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you to the Rufopolis Studios. Thank you to the Crab Diving Network. Thank you to April for being here with me. Toots. Toot yourself. <laughs> we'll see you next okay, week. Okay, bye.